Hi, this is Christopher Framberg and I'm one of the pastors in SOS Church Stockholm. We are an international Pentecostal church on Kungsholmen with celebrations in both English and Swedish. Our vision is to be a church that is for all people and to all nations that are living the Book of Acts kind of life in Stockholm and to the ends of the earth. We hope that this week's message will challenge and equip you to live a strong life together with Jesus. And, and, and that is my message for you today, that uh, uh, the architect, that's God. The blueprint is the visions. And you are the builder. No matter if you are an electrical, or if you are a painter, if you are a builder, you all need to look at the blueprint. And, and you may not see the, the whole thing, but you get a little piece of it. And God is a God of vision. As, as we are, as people, we are human beings Beings that need to have visions. Thank you so much. Thank you, Leo. Thank you. We need to have vision. We need to have something we look at. Uh, you take take an elite uh, sport guy. He, he may start when he's 17, 16. And, and his, goal, his goal is to, that I will, in 10 years, I will be on the top, on the elite. It will not happen the next year or the next month, but he have a vision of something he's going to do. And even when, the, you know, when a runner or a boxer or someone who's going to do the run now, now, he, he have project himself doing that thousands of times, how he do it, how he run, how he, we are beings that need to have visions. We are beings that need to have something that we look at to happen. And you may say, Walter, I am not a person of vision. I don't know. I don't even have a dream for tomorrow. But I can tell you that most of us in Sweden, we are longing for the sun. So we are dreaming of maybe next year, Greece, Spain. Woo! You know, we have something that we are dreaming of. And, and why is that? Because we are a creative beings. We need to have things that we look forward. Without those things, we are, we are lost. And, and, and like I said, God is a God, a, a vision. And you and me, my friends, we are beings of visions. We, we actually need, a lot of people can say, I, I only believe in things that I see. The, the thing that I see, that's... That's what makes me believe it. But, you know, it's not true. It's, it's impossible to have a life without these invisible visions. It's impossible to have a, a life without these invisible goals. You need, you mean we need to have those things that we look forward to, to, to be able to, to navigate through life. And God is the architect. He, he have made this huge blueprint as, as the project for the E4 that we go from, from south to north. He have made it. And all of us through years will come and look at that blueprint. And you will have the little piece of your vision. And you will do your thing for the big picture, the big project that God has for you and me. Now come with me. If you, uh, I mean, if you call yourself a Muslim, a Hindu, an atheist, or, or you are a Christian, you can come and, and, and you can open your Bibles. And I will read uh, uh, some verses from the Bible. In, in Matthew chapter 70, uh, verse 1 to 9, I have this, this place that, that I want to read for you. And I think it's just, it's just so, so special. Okay, here is Jesus and, and three of his most close friends. And he says like this. 
Now, after six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John, his brother, led them up on a high mountain by themselves, and he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, talking with them. Then Peter answered and said to Jesus, Lord, this is good for us uh, uh, to be here. If, if you wish, let me make uh, three tabernacles, uh, one for you, uh, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. <laughs> While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud undershadowed him, and suddenly a voice came uh, of the cloud saying, This is my son, um, this is my beloved son, in whom I, will, I am well pleased, hear him. And when the disciples heard heard it, they fell on their faces and were greatly afraid. But Jesus came and touched touched them and said, Arise, do not be afraid. When they had lifted up their eyes, they saw no one but Jesus only. Now, as they came down from the mountain, Jesus commanded them, saying, Tell the vision to no one until the Son of Man is risen from the death. And uh, okay, so so why am I telling you this? Why am I taking this chapter? Well, one other thing is that Jesus was was with them. I mean, he physically walked with them, but he knew us how we work. We need to have a vision of something, and 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 he brought them into this supernatural experience where they could. Vis- they, could, they could receive a vision of something that still is not physical. They saw him shining as he will become in the future. He, he needed to, even though he was physical here, he needed to show them a vision, something that they can dream of and see. Because we are human beings and we need those type of vision, something that have not happened, something that we look for, something that we want it to happen, something that we dream for. And in, in Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18, he says like this, where there is no vision, the people perish. So the Bible is really explaining how creative we are, how much, how much enthusiasm we have when somebody presents something that we can look forward together. I know my sons get so excited when I talk to them about the festival. Next year, we are looking for go to a festival and everyone, wow, which festival, which country? It's an excitement that comes knowing that something's going to happen. Without those things, we, we perish. We, 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 we are not flourishing. We are not developing. We are not growing. Something stops when there is nothing to look forward. God shows vision, and the Bible is full of it. Oh, my friend, I can, to, I can talk to you about Abraham, Moses, David, Solomon, Jesus, Paul. All of them have something in common. They have visions. They have dreams. They have something they want to do. Abraham, God says, I will give you a son and a nation. He, he, he went out of his country because of a vision. He left the comfort that he had because something was greater. And this is the funny thing. This is how we work. You can have everything, but with a vision you feel empty when the vision is presented to you you are you are ready to leave all the comfort for the vision that God has presented to you and I love the gospel because the gospel is full of it the gospel is full of vision just just coming to 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 close to Christianity you get empowered and energized because when you come to it it's just not going to church it's, it's living for something greater Moses God said to him deliver my people 
Can you imagine as a man go and, and rescue over one million people? That's a vision. You know, you will carry on with a vision to administrate, you know, one million people, maybe more. David, he will be a king for a new nation. You will, he will be, a, a, his inheritance will, will reign forever. What a vision. Solomon with the temple. This is how high it will be, how, how long it will be, the door where it will stay. I can see Solomon walking in the temple, you know, like he's building his own house. You know how you are where you want to have, I want this floor, I want these walls, I want these flowers, I want the furniture to be here. I mean, you, you visualize everything. I, I mean, I don't like to be included when we need to buy new furniture and stuff at my home. I want my wife to visualize that and I, I can just pay. But, but the, 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 the enthusiasm when something is not there and you project that, this is the way it's going to look. Jesus and the cross, Paul and the Gentiles. Can you see? All of them have something in common and they were driven with something bigger, more than what they were capable maybe to dream. And without those visions, they were, they were not who they were. Without those visions, they were not who they became. Are you catching what I'm saying? It was the vision that made Abraham. It was the vision that creates Moses. It was the vision. Oh, I'm so full of this. Can you, can, can you see this? I even feel I need to calm down because maybe I'm losing you right now. But this is such a positive message to you, my friend. You know, when we just look at Paul, Paul lived with visions and revelation. It says like this in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1. It says, it is doubtless not profitable for me to boast. I will come, it says, to visions and revelations of the Lord. So you can see Paul lived and understood that God is a God of vision. He lived all the time with that revelations and vision. From time to time, I knew he saw something. He needed to reach to something. And, it's, and we continue to look at Paul. Paul got saved through a vision. Actually, in Acts chapter 9, verse 3 to 4, it says, As he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. Then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying, Saul, why are you persecuting me? He got saved through a vision. I remember when I got saved. And, you know, we can laugh at it. We, we can say, you know, it's, it's, it's bad. But it's a problem we have in, in, uh, in our, society, uh, our society today. You know, I was a young boy, grew up in a suburb area. And, and, and uh, I didn't have a, a, a big dream. I didn't have a huge dream. But a lot of people, like in my age, some of them, they, 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 they dream about being this, uh, you know, this gangster, this uh, selling drugs and, and, and making money like that. And... You know, we can believe, we can think whatever we want, but as a human being, we want to create a vision. And I want to tell you this, that no matter who you are, when you come to God, it's not your visions anymore. It's God's vision for you. And it transforms all that mediocrity, that, that, the smallness, that, 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 the little world into a, a bigger world, something greater, something bigger, a bigger vision that you cannot imagine. I could never imagine, my friend, me growing up in El Salvador, in the poorest, areas of San Salvador. I could not imagine that I will, one day we'll be doing what I do. But when I got saved, God came to me and suddenly I could see myself traveling and preaching to all these people. And, and you know, 
nations and, and languages. I could never dream about it. But when I come to God, when you come to Jesus, you meet salvation in a different way. God is a God. He's a creative God. And He speaks to you in vision. He speaks to you in dreams. Oh, you, you cannot get enough of this. God speaks through visions. In, in Joel chapter 2, verse 28, He says that, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will put out my spirit on all flesh. And, and, this, is the, and this is talking about what happens in the book of Acts chapter 2. When the Holy Spirit came and people received the Holy Spirit. The, the Spirit of God came into the, 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 the history of the humankind. And I continue reading it says, Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall have dreams. Your young men will see visions. And the same thing he says in the book of Acts chapter 2 verse 17. So the Old Testament and the New Testament testify that God will put out his spirit. And he will speak to us in vision. He will come to us. He will fill us with his spirit and speak to us in dreams. Without those visions and dreams, we are lost. Ananias, the Bible says, you know, Ananias helped Paul through a vision. Ananias was one guy who was living close when Paul just got saved. And, and, and the Bible says in Acts chapter 9, verse 10 to 12, Now there was a certain disciple of Damascus named Ananias. And to him the Lord said in a vision, Ananias, and, and he said, Here I am, Lord. So the Lord says to him, Arise and go to the street called Straight. And inquire of the house of Judas for, for one called Paul or Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he is praying. And in a vision, he have seen an, a, a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hands on him so that he may receive his sight. Through a vision, through a, a dream, God lead people into a leads Ananias into, into Paul's and helping in, the, in, in his first steps. And it's, it's wonderful. We, in Acts chapter 6 and verse 9, it says that, uh, that in a vision uh, appeared to Paul at the night, a man from Macedonia pleasing him to come to Macedonia, come to Greek. Let me, let me tell you about this. Paul is in the middle of his life. Okay. This is going back again to the the architect. The architects have made this blueprint. And, and, and as we walk, as, as the builder is building, as you walk in your life, as Paul is walking his life, the builder is building. And, and, and suddenly, when he's finished with the floor, or, or finished with the wall, or, or the tunnel is half finished, we need to do something. We need to go back again to the blueprint. You need to go back to the, the blueprint to know where am I going now. Because without it, without the, without the lines, without the skis, without the, the paint, without the direction, we don't know where to go. Without the vision, we are lost. Without seeing what God has prepared, we are lost. And, 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 and so Paul is here. He's in Turkey. And he tried to go south. He tried to go west. He tried to go north, the Bible says. And in a, in a night, in a dream, he saw a man from Macedonia telling him, come and help us. And sometimes you and me, you can find yourself in a place where you are confused, where you feel I have done my part I finished my part I have done what I need to do and now you come to the position where you don't know where to go where you are like I don't know 
Should I go there? Should I go there? And I want to tell you that if you, what you need to do is that you need to go back again to the vision. You need to go back again to the, to the blueprint. You need to go back again to see the paper. What had the architect uh, presented to you from the beginning? Because if you don't see it, you don't see the whole plan. Can you imagine a, a builder putting the, the floor and then like, hmm, I, I, I'm finished with the floor. Well, I should put the floor again. It looks stupid. Oh, I should put the floor again. Many, many times, that's what you do in life. You do one thing, and then you start it all over again. And you start it all over again. Because you're not going back to the blueprint and see how I need to continue. What is the next step? Are you catching what I'm saying? You are the builder. The blueprint is your vision. And the architect is God. You need to go back again to the vision so you know where you need to go. Paul, he had a call. You understand? He had a call for the Roman Empire. He, it was the, it was the, the time nations unity it was the, the place that where people spoke Greek as an international language and God had a call for him for the nations for a place where the, where the gospel have not been preached the vision is bigger than him the blueprint is bigger than the builder because once the builder is gone the blueprint still is there and no, no, no matter who comes later the blueprint remains no matter how many years it takes to build this this tunnel that will go from south to north different people will come in and work going and coming but all of them are watching okay what is the next step Paul had, he had a vision in the book of Acts chapter 2 verse 21. He says that, then he said to me, the Bible says that Jesus speaks to Paul and he says, depart for I will send you far from here to the Gentiles. And the Gentiles were the Greek speaking people. The Gentiles were the Roman Empire. He knew even he was in the boat and the boat was going down. The wind was harsh. Problem was coming. Things are disappearing. Life is, is look like it's not the, the same comfort as it has been for me. But he knew where, where he was going as Abraham lived the comfort zone for the vision. As Jesus came for the cross. As David built for a king Kingdom. No matter where you are in life, uh, if you feel it's, 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 a little, it's a little windy, it's a little hard, it's a little rough, you need to go back again to the, to the very vision where you can see, here is where I'm going, here is where I'm walking, even if people are afraid, I'm still looking at the vision, ah, I'm preaching to you my friend, you need to go back again to the blueprint, your architect have painted a beautiful blueprint, ah, Oh yeah, I feel excited. <laughs> In Rome chapter 15 verse 18 to 21, he says, For I will not dare to speak of any uh, of uh, those things which Christ has not accomplished through me in word and in deed to make the Gentiles ob uh, obedient. He came back again over and over to the same thing. I'm called to the, to the non-Hebrew speaking, to the Greek speaking nations in, 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 in mighty signs and wonders, the Bible says, by the power of the Spirit of God so that from Jerusalem around to Illyricum, that's, that's the Balkans, I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. And so I have made it my aim to preach the gospel, not where Christ was named, lest I should build on another man's foundation. But it is written, to whom he was not announced, they should see. And those who have not heard should understand. 
Paul was fully, fully understandable. He knew that all I need is go back to the blueprint. All I need is to go back to the vision. And my friend, in SOS Church, we have a vision. And every person who have come in here, I hope that you have come because of a vision. Not because of people, not because of your best friend, not because, because uh, somebody told you something nice you came for something greater you you came for something bigger the uh, the, the SOS vision is for all people to all nations the book of Acts in Stockholm and to the ends of the earth and every time you feel confused and you don't know where to go you look at the vision and you say this is why I have come this is why I am here this is what I am supposed to do are you catching what I say I need to tell you what is your vision I need to speak to you a little bit. What do you have in your heart? What are you carrying? Well, I want to encourage you with one thing. First of all, find a church with a vision. You know, we, I, I love Hillsong. I love Sodermalm Church. I love all the different churches in Stockholm. Or in, by the way, in Sweden, they are trying to build according to the master plan. They're trying to look at the blueprint and saying, this is what I'm doing. And, and I love that. Like the builders build this, this huge tunnel. Everybody's doing their own thing. But, they, but it's under the same project. It's under the same goal. But you need to find a, a church that, that, that you can carry the vision. Let the vision, number two that I want to speak to you today, is let, let the vision leave you, not people. It's so important that, that you understand that, that vision will leave you. People will, how much you love them, they will disappoint you. It will happen. You know, I love my pastor, Christopher and Pastor Eli. And they will like to, you know, likes all your Instagram picture. The one that has sent heart to all of you. They want to hug you. You know, they want to be with you, support you. But they are, they are just, they're just pastors and, and humans. You understand? We love them so much. But if you want to understand the true key, the true thing, is that you need to look at the vision. Let the vision lead you, not people. Because when you do that, you will not be disappointed, my friend. You will not feel disencouraged. Because every time, every time you need direction, you will not, you will just not need a hug, but you will need something great or something bigger. Why am I here? Why have I come if for something bigger? Are you catching what I'm saying? And the last thing that I want to speak to you is trust the vision. Trust the vision. I don't know how many times I read Abraham, Moses, Paul, David, all of these guys, they trusted the vision. When a runner is ready to run, he's trusting that I we going to make it. Otherwise, why, why will he run? You understand? If there is no blueprint, why will we build? You understand? If there is not a direction, a vision, why am I here? And, and you and me, we are people of vision. We are so creative, made by God, beautifully like it. You have been listening to a podcast from SOS Church Stockholm. If you want to know more about the church or have information about our Bible school and leadership academy, go online to soschurch.se. We hope to see you soon at a celebration here in Stockholm or at one of our daughter's churches in Gothenburg or Malmö. Have a wonderful week.